And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hello, hello everyone, and this is The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Yes. And if you're probably wondering, who is this loudmouth on the hot seat today? I am Auntie Lebiana, taking over the hot seat Ega gigs. And as usual, in the studio I don't go alone, I definitely go with Pasta. Gavin Enslin. And on my left, definitely is... The Black Knight. So she doesn't have a voice quietly, but she's the owner of the hot seat. And the lady of the hour, Gigs. Gigs! <laughs> wow, she's loud, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but as usual, today we'll be having a hot topic of politics. And today's discussion, we'll be discussing whether or not do we have rights. And Pastor Gavison is going to be giving us a highlight on our topic today. Yes, well, um, ever since 1994, obviously we had those first democratic elections in April '94. And I remember the old Colton Hotel here in Johannesburg Central. People were celebrating. And uh, Nelson Mandela did his shuffle, his dance. Tabo Mbeki, who became the deputy president, he said, he, he quoted Martin Luther King Jr., said, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we free at last. Everyone was cheering, everyone was happy. Mandela made his speech that night. Then, obviously, Mandela became the president in May uh, uh, 1994. And, uh, you know, Mbeki and F.W. Clack were the deputy presidents. And then a few years later, they put in a new constitution. And they went and told the whole world that this constitution is the constitution of all constitutions. It is progressive. It brings rights. It is this. It is that. It is the next thing. And then you see this whole constitution with the so-called Bill of Rights. Now, first of all, when you look at each, each right, it is so watered down. It is so pathetic. Uh, in fact, when geeks could still speak, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the one on, on you know, your, your freedom of religion. I think it's section 15, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And, um, I mean, the wording is so pathetic. Um, in t- in t- uh, you, you've got no freedom from that. If I'm a judge, I wouldn't be sure what to make of that, of that, of that provision there. Sure. And then the worst part comes in, 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 in section 36 of the, 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 the Bill of Rights. And... Um, they're saying any right you have, if the government believes they have a good reason, <laughs> they can take it away. Sure. My I goodness, I mean, now, that, that is as opposed to the American Constitution, which says that people have been endowed with certain inalienable rights from God. So you cannot take it away. Sure. Now, they still take it away there, but at least they're breaking the law. Yeah, you're not even breaking the Constitution sure. when you take the rights away. So I'm not happy with the Constitution. I'm not happy with the courts because our courts are corrupt. They're captured. And that is, we, we're, going to, we're going to be talking about the, um, the intricacies and the magnificent splendor of the South African Constitution. That was a mouthpiece, Pastor Gavison. And weird, funny enough that you mentioned this because I have a lot of questions. Uh, in the beginning of the show, I really asked him, are we really free? Which is 
questions that we are continuously told in our constitution that we need to have freedom. But with that said, guys, let's take a breather and let's play Jacob Stephenson with Upside Down. Big house in the big yard. Good job in a fast car. Try hard cause it never ends. Jacob Stanifer upside down. Let's talk about that jingle. That was a very, very mysterious jingle. It that was jingle hectic. was almost as good as your voice. 
That wasn't good. <laughs> that wasn't like some serious bass in that jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice sounds a bit bassy today too. It's hectic, it's hectic. But like we like Andile said, we are speaking about whether or not we have rights. And if you look at um, Well, we just to clarify, under the South African South Constitution, African Constitution in yes. South Africa. Yes, this nation, the people of this nation, South Africa specifically. We are looking at that. We've got rights if China's got rights. Yeah. Chinese people. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that's what I'm say. we could argue that they might have a little bit more rights. No <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. If uh, you know what's happening right there with COVID right now, as you know, the kids are being taken away from their parents if their kids don't po uh, test positive for COVID. That's crazy. And are being detained in hospital. So I don't think we're there yet. Okay, wow. no, that's bad. Right. So if you look at Section 15, which Pastor Gavin um, highlighted on earlier. Um, the freedom of religion, belief, and opinion. So this is not specifically just Christianity, but any type of religion within the the, the nation. And when they s when you read that, the first thing that you have, oh, we have as a right as a as a human being in South Africa, you have the right to freedom of religion, belief, and opinion. And that's basically what we taught from primary school, growing up, and and, and stuff like that. But you, we never really go into reading what they say about this freedom that you su supposedly have of religion, belief, and opinion. And it basically starts with everyone has the right to freedom of conscious religion, thought, belief, and opinion. Religious observance may be conducted at state or state-aided state institutions, provided that those, those observances follow rules made by the appropriate public authorities, uh, they are conducted on an equitable basis and attendance at them is free and voluntary. Sorry, yeah. Right there. Any state or state-aided institution, as long as they follow the regulations of the state or state-aided institutions. Yes. So let me tell you what that means now. So the government has said that uh, churches can't meet in a school building. So a church cannot rent a school hall. Now, especially in poorer communities, it actually helps the school to be able to rent it out to a church. Now, um, th they're saying, okay, because of COVID, though, uh, you, can't, you can't meet in a school. So now, how do you abide by that regulation? Yeah. And uh, that, 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 that regulation now is constitutional because the court will say, no, no, that's a reasonable inf uh, infringement of, of that, that right of people. Yeah. Um, and it continues and said in part three of the of section 15, uh, this section does not prevent legislation recognized uh, with marriages concluded under any traditional or systems of personal and family law under any tradition or adhered to by persons professing a particular religion. And then lastly, recognition in terms of paragraph A must be consistent with this section and other provisions of the constitution so what are your thoughts in terms of what they said about us having a freedom of religion but in terms of the explanation of what it is if you read that i'm not even a lawyer but i could argue under the table that um you know anything that a church or any other religious institution wants to do i can render that illegal you know um based on on that thing and say that this is violating constitution so they bring in the marriage thing, for example, and they say that um, that stuff precluded in this right. So now, if a church says we don't support gay marriage and we don't solemnize gay marriages, 
this this does not protect them. If you go and you read very carefully there, it does not protect them. Now, if the church cannot pronounce on the family and talk about what the Bible says about how the family should be put together and shaped, then um, how, how, how far or how much of a step do you have to take in order to stop the church from saying Jesus is the only way to heaven? Mm -hmm. Because if you listen to those clauses, I can also say that to say that the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus is discriminatory. From a, a you know in a legal sense because it says that it must be equitable, no discrimination, and I think there's also provisions about hate speech and things like that. <laughs> and uh, you know, so at the end of the day, you <laughs> th they've written it in such a way that they say you have a right, and then later they say you don't have it. Yeah. It's conditional. Like hence, I said to um, Pastor Gavin that earlier on, um, going through the Constitution. So I always just for for people out there, I just want you to realize what conditional means. Conditional means that you have the right if the government feels you should have the right. Okay, thanks for highlighting, <laughs> Pastor Gavin. But definitely um, from reviewing uh, the Constitution, my opinion is the Bill of Rights is meant to actually represent human rights based on social values, right? But my question is how many social values have been violated and we've been sitting back and been watching this happen continuously? And it's all justified with the fact that it's constitutional. Like I was just telling Pastor Gavin, like looking at the COVID situation where people were not allowed to go to church due to COVID regulations. How? Isn't that violating the Bill of Rights of our society? And you're all in the name of protecting the hospitals. Oh, yeah. And saving lives. Which is weird because uh, people were literally dying at home. Same way uh, mm. people were not allowed to go to hospitals. Mm. And they were turned away. And then you're like, but how? Because we're going through a pandemic. Why are we still turning people away from going to hospitals? And people were told to literally cure themselves at home. It, it just didn't make logic sense to me. But nonetheless, uh, my observation of the Constitution is the fact that even the, the, the terms, if the Constitution is meant for every, everyone in the society, it's me, terminology is supposed to be in an easy yes. way for society to understand and to be able to break it down. And continuously when I read... Um, the Constitution, I'm not seeing any terminology that a lays man person could actually understand and be able to articulate. Mm -hmm. So it, it starts there. Uh, problems like that, that's when you know that the conditions are, are turning up. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Well, I mean, if you compare that to, for example, the U.S. Constitution, where it says that certain things are self-evident and that people have been endowed with certain freedoms from God, yeah. certain rights. It starts, number one, the right to life. For example, yes. um, our constitution is nothing like that. It says we think you should have these rights unless the government thinks otherwise. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 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 if the government and the courts decide that the government has a reasonable reason to curtail the rights. Yeah, yeah. Black Knight, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, uh, I can't believe we're back with this again. <laughs> I think every year we're going to do a show on the law every time. <laughs> so, uh, what? What 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 I I think I think in a nutshell, um, Mandela did um, say what I, I I wanted to say was that um, these things just have to be simple. You know, we just have to have a sentence and then that's it. Um, you know how like your bill of rights are shaped. You know, they don't have a right and then an explanation under that right. You, you literally have a right and a responsibility. Right, that was like simple. Grade four, I could understand that. You get what I'm saying. But if you have to come with the constitution to me, grade four. I wouldn't understand, like you would confuse me. Yeah, I wouldn't want a right and then a responsibility though. 
because the moment there's a responsibility, there's an avenue for abuse by the government. True. Yeah. So the right must be, you have the right to this, full stop. Means the government can't touch it. Yeah. Sure. The moment you have a responsibility, the government can say no, but we can't sing the right because you, Mr. Citizen or Miss Citizen or Mrs. Citizen, whatever, have not fulfilled this responsibility. So, so are we all happy with a full-on, full right, with no, no cut short, so you're fully free or you're safe, but safety is not freedom, if we can really, because there's some things we're going to condition for you to, like, to be free. It's crazy you mentioned this because this is reminding me of, I don't know if any of you read the book Animal Farm. And when the yes. pigs, when, when the animals... All animals are equal, but yeah. some are more equal than and others. And then that's when the pigs started... <laughs> Tainting the laws, they're like, the apples are, are only eaten by the pigs because the pigs are more intelligent. Every time I look at South African politics, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm literally watching the pigs take over. We got rid of the <laughs> owners of the farm and now everything is literally So changing. we just need to have freedom and like Pastor is saying, no one must touch that thing. Well, no, it's no, not freedom and then that's it. You know, freedom to do anything is not what we're talking about. Uh, I don't have the freedom to murder. Well, they yeah. and our constitution, I do. I can certainly instance, I have the freedom to murder. Yeah. If, you, but if you prove beyond reasonable doubts, yes. Yes. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Um, for instance, the right to life, mm -hmm. the right to freedom of speech, the right for the state not to interfere with your religious organization, yes. etc., is guaranteed in the U.S. Constitution. I even believe, and I've changed my tune on this since when I was, I was a young guy, I believed the opposite. The, the, the citizens should have the right to bear arms. I mean, if you look at South Africa, it's almost impossible now to get a gun license. Mm -hmm. Yet there's more guns in this nation than I think the guns that are in Ukraine, you know, with the whole <laughs> Ukraine-Russian situation, <laughs> uh, even though it's illegal. And so what happens is law-abiding citizens are being taken out. At the end of the day, it, the, if you look at the U.S. Bill of Rights, and that's where it came from, it's a right. And the government cannot infringe upon that. You see, the aim of a constitution is to say, right, you've got this government which has got all the power of the state mm -hmm. against the citizens. And the constitution limits what the government can do to the citizens. It even limits what governments can do to minorities. Yeah, definitely. And it's disgusting that we we one of the best known uh, constitutions in the world. Um, funny you mentioned this, Pastor, because the right to life reminded me of me trying to get a protection order. And being in the family court, I realized so many um, women that are experiencing GBV couldn't, even, couldn't even document use termino um, legal terminologies yeah. in order to explain what they're experiencing at home in order to get a protection order. So chances are, if you're using layman term language, English, for instance, yeah. the chances of you getting a protection order sure. are very slim. So I had to be sitting there, literally helping each and every one of the women to be able to articulate themselves on a piece of paper. The so most that days you're not there. Sure. Oh, trust me, Pastor. They didn't. How many, how many times have you gone to get a protection order? Oh, that was once, Pastor. Only once. Yeah, only once. <laughs> there was one day in all of history they had Andile there to help. And yeah. And most and days no one helps them. Yeah, no one helps them. Like, literally, they were begging, pleading, and they're like, if... Uh, Every time I come here, the judge will throw out my case. And I'm like, so just because you cannot articulate yourself or express yourself. You don't get justice. Exactly. Now speaking mm. about expression sure. and stuff, if you look at uh, Section 16, which is the freedom of expression, um, it starts with everyone has the rights to freedom of expression, which includes freedom of the press and other media, freedom to receive or impart information or ideas, 
freedom of artistic creativity, and academic freedom and freedom of scientific research. The right in subsection 1 does not extend to propaganda for war, incitement or, uh, of imminent violence, or advocacy of hatred that is based on race, ethnicity, gender or religion that <laughs> constitutes <laughs> incitement to cause harm. Now that last clause, that last clause cancels that whole right. It does. Okay. At the end of the day, you're free to say whatever you want. Mm. If you incite violence, all right, trying to get people to commit violence is not freedom of speech. Mm. Yes, it is. Th that is a conspiracy to a crime. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, now that's a hatred, now religion. So guess what? Now with the whole LGBT thing. Yeah. So and now a pastor doesn't want to marry or the pastor wants to counsel someone on, you know, maybe they're battling in this area or whatever. Now all of a sudden that's hatred. Yeah. The other thing is also, if you look at what that thing's saying, um, it's saying we, we have the right to freedom of the press. So surely a logical extension of that, and I'd like to ask you, would be YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. So you have the right to, to, to say whatever you want to say and whatever information you want to disseminate. Yeah. Surely that should be the case, even if it's, in quotes, misinformation. Yep. Hence, hence, that's why I like the limitation clause. Every time I have to tweet something, it goes through 10 gates because I'm like, then literally this isn't a right of freedom of expression if, mm. I, if it has to go through 10 gates. And by media. Also, yeah, like I have to review and I'm like, um, chances are someone in government position is going to come for me if I say this. Because why? It, it doesn't meet the requirements of the limitation clause or the responsibility of our yes. rights. So is it really a right? No. When we also look at the whole thing with race, how many politicians then have not obeyed that law? Because on stage, they've literally um, using a mic, speaking against another race. So that is hatred on its own. And how many politicians have done that? I don't even want to mention, obviously, the famous one. But I'm just saying that some, I think it's going back again to, to the whole thing of some people are more equal um, um, to the law than the others. So... I think for me that's that's that was the interesting part. There's like there's like a lot to this and obviously it kills it kills it there's also some parts in section fifteen that it kills. Um but yeah. So yeah, that that that, that one is actually interesting. That is very, very interesting. Sure. There's a, there's a lot of holes in that. Oh definitely. There's the studio lot. is heating up. Everybody has something to say. Like night is out here, guys. He's coming, guns blazing. But with that said, uh I'll leave you with the track by Drake Ford. And the name of the song, oh my gosh, Press On. How do you love when your heart is broken? What do you see when your eyes aren't fixed? Where do you go when the doors aren't open? Where do you go when you can't pay your rent? What do you do when your light is fading? When you're not so sure that the anchor holds? And when all of your plans are failing, what can you do 
but surrender all. This is Todd White, and you're listening to Active FM. And Christ music is hot music. It's the fire. Jesus name. That was Press On by Drake Ford. How amazing was that track? It was incredible, but I've had just had a not me. (laughs) (laughs) Because... We have a two flat earthers. I didn't realize that. It's real. I knew Black Knot is stupid enough to believe that. <laughs> I, I thought Antilly was clever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to convince you so much. <laughs> Look, you, you don't realize how many people have tried. No, uh, no, no, we're not talking about yeah, that. It's not about convincing. Black, Black about is half of <laughs> the room just that is on flat earth and the other half that is on round earth half well it's not half half I'm talking about 
yeah. four of us, the between table. the four of us, the table, <laughs> half of yes. the table. We have the freedom of association. So they have the freedom to associate. We're free to associate with that. Yes. Yes. So that is section 18 of the constitution that says we have the freedom of association. Everyone has the, and it's just this one is shocking. Only as one sentence. (laughs) Everyone has the right to freedom of association. That is all that it says. Yes. But um, I don't know if you've got section 36. Now let's go on to section 36. So we've spoken about the freedom of religion. We've spoken about the freedom of expression, association. And there's a whole lot of other uh, what's this bo- uh, things that we have on the Bill of Rights and things like that. But if we look at section 36, it basically cancels everything in a sense. Uh, because this is what it says, limitation of rights. So uh, section 36 is the limitation of rights, speaking of the rights that are in the Constitution. And it says the rights in the Bill of Rights may be limited only in terms of law of general application to the extent that the limitation is reasonable and justifiable in an open and democratic society based on human dignity, equality, and freedom, taking into account all relevant factors including the nature of the right, the importance of the purpose of the limitation, the nature and extent of the limitation, the relation between the limitation and its purpose, and less restrictive means to achieve the purpose, except as provided in subsection 1 or in any other provision of the Constitution, no law may limit any right entrenched in the Bill of Rights. Well, you don't need a law that's going to limit the right if you listen to what that says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What that thing is saying, I mean, basically it's saying, unless the government has a good reason, in their view, <laughs> to limit the right, and in terms of that thing of law of general application, you know, th- I mean, all you have to do is change the law. Mm. And uh, then changing the law, you can then abuse the minority with the majority because, it's, you know, I'm sure there'll be a good reason. I'm sure there's a good reason that Hitler had for doing what he did to the Jews, you know, in the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you've got these rights which are very milky and watered down in the first place. They're not very solid. And then you get to this clause 36 which says, that any one of these rights can be limited. And then it says some words which really mean a lot of hogwash. And mm-hmm. um, you know, but basically, if the government goes to court, changes the law, and the government goes to court and says, this is the reason we need to curtail this right, then at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the court will go with them. And I just want to give you an example of where this has happened. In terms of the whole thing with regards to um, what became known as the Civil Union Act, which uh, basically legalized gay marriage in South Africa. Now, you've got this right freedom of association. So what that means, therefore, if you're a Christian, um, you are free to associate and you are free not to associate with a wedding that goes against what you believe. We're not saying that you must go stop the wedding. You understand what I'm saying? Say two men or two women or uh, a a man and and (laughs) and and a transgender woman, you know, or in a, in a trans, transgender man and a, and a woman, you know, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. these uh, different things are. Mm-hmm. Um, I- you have the right, according to freedom of association, not to associate with it. And under our courts, uh, wedding venues, for example, have been found guilty of discrimination and um, have not been allowed the right of, of um, freedom of association, even when it comes to something like you know your right to conduct whatever business you want on your own private property 
So they've actually taken your property rights as, uh, away as well in terms of what they've done. So looking at how the courts, right up to the Constitutional Court, have handled these things, they've allowed it. And the big reason for that is uh, Clause 36. I think we're living in really disgusting times because uh, we're trying to justify a lot of gibberish. Mm. And I'm reading, I'm reading the limitation clause and I'm actually surprised at the fact that there is even the word extent of the limitation. Mm. So there are levels to this limitation. So it can be as severe, it can be a bit lesser. But what is a right if it's limited? Then that means we have no right completely at all. So why are we sitting here still having the Bill of Rights when we're still having a limitation clause? So I feel like the limitation clause literally pulls a middle finger at the Bill of Rights, mm. and that is exactly that's what it is. Mm. But, yeah, it's crazy that we're actually living through this. Well, the thing is, I mean, the rights are not that strongly defined True. in the first place. I feel like there's a reason for that as yeah. well. Like, hence I said, if you cannot use it in lame layman's terms there's a reason for that as well because mm. every time you go to court and they pull out some legal terminology you are confused as hell and mm. not even understanding or able to articulate yourself with what this means and then before you know it you're behind bars for something you you didn't even know yeah. and every now and again it's specific i feel like they're all conditional all these laws are conditional every now and again when you kill someone and we decide that, hey, you're innocent. How about we pull the specific law? So hence I'm saying the limitation clause is exactly that. Mm. It's all catered for who's who and what class you are, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, it takes away what is the purpose of a constitution. True. The constitution is there to limit the power of the government. True. That's the only reason you need a constitution. My mom even mentioned the constitution, actually the definition back in the day was yeah. for the people by the people. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, it really isn't for the people by the people though. The people just thought that because that's what they were told. Yeah. They were told that by the media, they were told that in university, they were told that in speeches. But if they'd actually read it, they would not have um, had that view. Yeah, sure. Like Matt? Um, I think it was everything. Well, what I wanted to say was summed up, uh, I think um, strongly by Pastor Gavin that this um, eliminates. I was, uh, was going to say that it's like this thing was set up for failure. Like this constitution was done in the name of a constitution, but this is not a constitution. This is just a a thing that's going to keep us and then we're going to change it in the future one I day. I think the constitution is a mass controller. It's the only way to control <coughs> the mass. Yeah, and, and it's done and it's done to be changed. It's 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 set to be changed. You get what I'm saying? It's but it's not it's not set to remain as 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 like um pastor did highlight with the with the overseas people um in your in america and stuff that they no, are no, but even even in america they can change the constitution so when you hear them talking about the first amendment and the second amendment yeah. mm -hmm. so those are the amendments of the constitution of the united states yeah. so for example the right to bear arms is under the second amendment yeah i think the right to free press if i'm not mistaken is, is under the first amendment mm -hmm. So what the, what the founders in America said, we've got this constitution, we realize it's not going to count forever. Mm. But in order to amend it, you have to get, I think it's a, a vote of 75% mm. of both the House of Representatives and the Senate. Mm. Um, you know, all the other ways that they can, they can call a Congress of the states. Mm. So the states can come together and they mm. can vote 
to have a new constitution. Mm. So each state would send a, a delegation. You know, that's how they wrote the constitution in the first place. Um, yeah. I w sorry to cut you off, Pastor. What's the specific document where society can also actually agree to a specific law? But I realize it's not implemented. No. I think it's the government gazette, yeah. which actually is supposed to go out to the public and yes. specific public members need to know that a specific law it's is being happening. planned before it's implemented. Mm. We put it out there and well, let society it's actually, it's actually It's actually defined in the constitution that there has to be a consultative process. Yeah. And so that it has to be open to public comment. Yes. And if people comment and they're overwhelmingly against, against it, it yeah. then legally they're not entitled to just pass it. Yeah. They have to adjust it until yes, the public's yes, happy. Yeah. Now, with the, the new um, health measures, <laughs> 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 okay, they gave until the 15th of April to, re to respond, which is Good Friday. And all of a sudden now they said, no, they stopped it. And uh, no, all of a sudden now, the, the date was curtailed. And that's obviously they were getting a lot of feedback, which was going to cause them a problem. So they just quickly changed the date. Now, I'm telling you now, even if it goes to court, with Raymond Zondo now, who's the Chief Justice, I do not believe that they're going to uphold the people's constitutional right to stop a law that the people don't want, that the government wants to enforce. And this is what is happening here. That, and that's and that's what I was saying earlier on with you, Pastor Gav, that studying um, law literally was a wake-up call for me that mm. not everything is as rosy as is written on a piece of paper. Mm. Most, like, I, I would say 90% of what is written on a piece of paper isn't implemented. And that 10% is what is implemented. And yes. that is it. And I'm, I was always baffled and confused because I'm like, hold on, but A, B, C, D wasn't followed up with. Um, does this justify this? And you will see it go processing right along. And I'd question, when was this done? Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't done. Yeah, well, I think in terms of um, uh, the Constitution, and if you look specifically at Section 36 and this new law, health law that they're wanting to implement in South Africa and stuff. No, no it's not even a new law. Well, They're just amending it. Amendment. And so it doesn't even need to go through Parliament. Yeah, so with that... Not that that would make much difference, but anyway. Yeah. If you read through that um, that that amendment and through the constitution, especially what's this uh, section 36, it's actually them. The constitution is supposed to protect the people from the government, like you mentioned earlier and stuff like that. But it's them putting a thing in place that they don't have to take responsibility if the government does do something that goes against the rights of the of the nation, of the people in the nation and stuff. Because in the health law, um, they have that whole thing of they leaving room for advice giving in terms of uh, whatever yeah, except, sickness except and that stuff that like advice that. giving, yeah. in quotes, results in legally enforceable laws. Yes. And so it's basically like Section 36 <coughs> of that specific um, Yeah, law. and they're saying that at any point the health minister can lock the country down. Yes. So, you, you know, now, I mean... How do you how do you say that you're a government that has freed people from apartheid if you're saying that? Yeah. But the other the other question that um, you know I wanted to ask in terms of that, where's the outrage from the opposition parties? Sorry, have any of you heard any outrage um, from any of the opposition no, parties? No, not at all. No. Actually, to think about it. No. You know, it's crazy you mention it because um, South African government is very much on balancing power. So you putting it out there, <coughs> I literally completely forgot about that process, Pastor. <coughs> but and hence I'm saying there's a lot of processes that are supposed to take place. And I've literally watched the world, I've watched South Africa move right 
scrape that out. So you're right, Pastor, because we need balance of power in order for power not to be absolute. Since 2020, though, when did we have our 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 parties fighting? I don't know. Now they fight, but they fight about things that don't matter to the people. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So prior to the vaccine rollout, the opposition parties were fighting about getting the vaccine. And the people weren't interested in that fight. It wasn't <laughs> important to them. So they fight about a whole lot of things that don't matter to the people. But was, was that even a fight though? Because the other part, the, the <coughs> ruling party does also want to get the vaccines out. It's not no, like they took their time. It's so not like... It's, I the think same, it's the same thing like the closing of the borders. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone was silent about it until... COVID started rooming in South Africa and then only then we're like, Sarah closed the borders pretty late, but where was the political parties when we needed them? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So is, is it really a fight? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy the times we live in because when we go onto your social media, onto your Facebook, when you have opinions like that, you could vanish from the surface of the earth mm. and people would not know who you are or what happened or you have some planted case against you for violating a specific right whereby you had the right to freedom of expression. So continuously, it is we questioning this bill of rights, yep. and yeah, yeah, the doesn't really protect us. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, well, so that's that's our opinion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have the freedom of opinion. <laughs> Look so we might we might have on flat earth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because the earth is round. Yeah, no, no, I've seen no, it. It's it's flat for me. From an airplane. <coughs> I've seen it on the ground. <laughs> yes, you've seen <laughs> it on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Earth is round. That's freedom of. Opinion, guys. Right in there. Luke <laughs> eight, verse nine to ten, it yeah, says. In Luke eight, it says, "Look at the earth." <laughs> in Luke eight, verse nine Amen. to ten, it says, "His disciples asked him what this parable meant." He said, "The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God have been given to you, but to others I speak in parables, so that those seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand." This comes after Jesus had told the parable of the sower. And in the parable of the sower, what you see there is that Jesus talks about four types of soil. The disciples come afterwards and he explains the meaning behind the parable of the sower. And we get the idea that um, the seed that fell in the the different types of soil. So each type of soil represents a a type of person. So some of the people are hard. Some of them are stony. And, uh, you know, therefore things can't take root. Some of them are full of... Um, you know thorns and things so that, that's people that are full of the love of the world and things like that and then some of it is good soil and they become fruitful now here's the thing if you want to know the mystery behind what God tells the world if you want to understand the mysteries of God if you want to have the mind of Christ then you have to become a disciple of Jesus and if you're a disciple of Jesus you will not um, be fooled when a political party or uh, a political system, whatever, comes and puts draconian laws into place. You will not be fooled because certain people are telling you that a constitution is so good. You will not be fooled you know, by, by, by many things because you're going to get many inputs in your life that are going to come against the word. But Jesus says if you really want understanding, then you've got to be a disciple. You've got to be a disciple of Jesus. And what is a disciple? A disciple is someone that is following with the intention to become. So they intend to become like the person that they are following. And so this is, this is what um, you know, a, a disciple uh, is. And what Jesus did there is he explains this thing to the disciples. 
So if I just want you to picture the rest of the people sitting there. They hear this, this uh, parable, and what do they think? Oh, the Lord's talking about farming. I'm a carpenter. I'm a, uh, you know, I work with, with stone. I, I, I cut stone out of rocks and things like that. So I don't need to listen. And then the disciples come afterwards and they say, what does this thing mean? And then Jesus explains. And all of a sudden, you realize a very, very powerful truth about what happens when the word of God gets shared with someone. And what happens with that word is dependent on the state of their heart. And the person, therefore, you know, based on what type of soil they are, either has the ability to receive the word and grow in faith, you know, or not. So it's a powerful, powerful story that Jesus gives about how we can get ourselves to the place where we get to heaven. Yeah. So just a, um, you know, just a thought there. We want to be disciples of Jesus because we'll know more. Yeah, amen. So I'm handing back over to Andile. I hope that moved you and that got you into spirit. But with that Did said, it get you into spirit? Yes, Pastor Gavin, it definitely Are you just saying that because you have to? No, Pastor. <laughs> I was like actually if my wife says, how does this dress look? Then I say, it looks spectacular, look oh, wow, magnificent. Pastor. Then she says, you only say that because you have to. Pastor, you knowing me on this show, I'm a very opinionated person yes. and very straightforward. So I would have told you, I'd be like, Pastor, I missed what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Something else is happening <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> but definitely. Um, That's I what I tell my wife when she says, you only have to say that. <laughs> I say, no, I didn't have to marry you. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> With that I said, didn't, I chose to. <laughs> True. So if I tell her she's looking hot, because she's looking hot. I know that's right. Yes. But with that said, we have, this was a moving topic. This was an eye-opener. I hope this puts you on, the, on a seat where you go searching for the truth. Mm. And searching for the truth, obviously, is also finding Christ himself. So I hope this show Amen. moved you. And I enjoyed being in the hot seat. I'm probably going to be handing this torch over next week to the original Onak Gigs. So yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that Andile was leading, you know, hosting <laughs> oh. the political show. But with that said... Well, um, Andile was leading. We thought we'd be bleeding, but we weren't. Well done. It was ah! <laughs> Pastor Gavin is dropping bars. <laughs> Guys, definitely do contact us on Facebook, Twitter, comment. And it was great being here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Active FM Radio has never been better.